righty. It is uh, 2.31 on your Tuesday, June the 6th. And uh, this is sad news out of Paris. Uh, another alleged attack near Notre Dame uh, Cathedral this uh, this afternoon. Uh, basically, it went down at 4.30. A large number of police cars filled the area uh, near the Seine. And um, a police officer shot and wounded a man who attacked officers with a hammer. It was really interesting. I was following this on on Twitter, and there was someone tweeting live because they were inside the cathedral. And basically, they said, you know, everything was shut down. They wouldn't let them out. They they ushered security, ushered everyone to the center of Notre Dame and said, you know, sit in these pews, which would make me so nervous, Chris. I mean, think about how terrifying that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they went on to say um, the police came in and frisked everyone before they let them out. They were very uh, calm and methodical about it. And then they started to let them out. And so uh, by all accounts, did a very good job. Police uh, in Paris saying that it's remaining under high security. After, you know, a string of Islamic extremist attacks in uh, recent years there and, of course, uh, in England. And then this one, uh, you know, today going down at uh, Notre Dame. Have you ever been? No, I have not been to France. It's a beautiful place. I highly recommend it. Hey, uh, by the way, speaking of France, uh, actor, comedian Jerry Lewis, big in France. You know him. They love him in France. Uh, he was hospitalized in Vegas uh, for treatment of a urinary tract infection. Maybe uh, too much information for the world to know. But he's expected to recover in time to travel to Canada later this month for his next movie shoot. I thought Jerry Lewis was dead, is what most people are thinking, I'm sure. 91 years old. He was admitted Friday. Doctors decided to keep him over the weekend. And um, hopefully he'll be out soon. And then he's going to be coming to Canada at the end of this month to begin a 10-day shoot of his latest movie. Hey, ladies! (laughs) Yeah, uh, he's playing a principal role. Details of the film are being kept under wraps for right now, but his last role was in 2013. Max Rose, he played an aging pianist. A pianist. Really? Uh, Yes. Who uh, questions his marriage after learning that his wife of 65 years may have been unfaithful. Doesn't sound like a comedy to me. No, it doesn't. I think in his older years he stepped away from it. Got a little serious. Mm-hmm. Are you a Jerry Lewis fan? I'm not not a Jerry Lewis fan. I'm, I... I'm aware of his work and I admire his uh, repertoire. Yeah. the uh, I remember watching the telethons when I was a kid. See, I never, there was, I've frankly, never watched frankly, nothing one of on those. TV. Well, there was, an, there was a dirge of daytime television mm-hmm. do you remember like there was nothing on for the you don't remember you're I've millennial got no idea Forget i'm aware that. that jerry lewis had some telethons mm-hmm. uh that is all i know about he that. did a lot of good and there was a lot of controversy surrounding him as well oh. but anyhow anyhow let's move on to this uh drake is opening up a shop in yorkdale did you hear about this chris the drake the drake is opening up an ovo shop uh drake the singer drake from toronto what can you uh, help us out as a millennial? What does OVO stand for? October's very own, and that's sort of his code word for anything branded together with himself and his music and sort of his clothing line. Yeah, but I don't get it. Why festival. October's very own? October because he was born in October. Oh. There's a lyric in one of his songs that says, uh, turn my birthday into a lifestyle. Oh. And I guess that's sort of what he's celebrating and trying to do, uh, you know, live every day like it's his birthday. I'm not sure because the music festival that he has uh, actually uh, ovo fest actually mm-hmm. happens in august yeah that's so weird it, it makes it confusing but it's a lot mm-hmm. of black and gold uh-huh. and when they for the clothing and there's an owl involved for some reason yeah that's his mom it's his trademark yeah the, the owl uh i don't get the owl 
people like the owl. There are Blue Jays uh, T-shirts with the owl stylized like a Blue Jay. Oh, yeah. Uh, like like the Blue Jays logo. I People, Listen, people like it. Business. I don't know. P- P- people like it. Uh, so if you can open up a whole store for it, I guess Yorkdale's a big tourist attraction mm-hmm. too. So people, want, while they're in Toronto, will pick up some OVO uh, paraphernalia. But uh, I haven't been to Yorkdale in a long time. It's huge. It's, yeah, it I hear is, it's amazing. Now. It is really amazing. It's worth uh, hunting for a parking spot. Wow. Um, I hear it. You know what they're starting to do now as well with places like York Yorkdale mm-hmm. is uh, they're putting in some high end eateries. Oh yeah. To keep to keep people there, you know, like, like I think, a dining terrace. Isn't there like a Jamie Oliver's at a? Is that at Sherway or something? I'm not sure. Sherway has just been uh, renovated a lot too. Or maybe so they've Square got be, One. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I I have not been to Square One. That's one I haven't been to in a while. I actually was shocked last time I went to Square One because it's not really my mall of choice. And I went in and went, wow, somebody's fancied this place up. Well, that's the thing. I think that sort of the dividing point that we're in in malls now is. Either they are, you know, run down and terrible and they just make you depressed to be in them mm-hmm. or they're so high end that, you know, but they a make lot you depressed people, to be in them because make, you can't afford anything. You can't buy anything. They don't even have a clearance section. Where's your clearance section? <laughs> true. I'm just like, OK, outlet mall for you. It's sad. It's, <laughs> and I don't even get to go indoors. Unless I enter the shop. That's how bad it is. Uh, let's talk about uh, expensive food. Guinness Book of World Records uh, has uh, a new entry. And this is uh, from a restaurant in the Netherlands. The most expensive hamburger in the world. $2,600, Chris. I thought you were going to say $26. And I thought, well, there's a lot of room here for someone to steal this. But $2,600. Yeah, $2,600. This was um, put together by a chef from Netherlands, Diego Bjuk. I believe I'm not Dutch. It's hard to say this last name. B-U-I-K. Bjuk. On International Burger Day. He released this burger. Okay, here's what Did it... Did anyone buy it, though? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. Uh, well, here, somebody had to eat it, because it else would go bad, and that'd be just a pity. What a waste of food. <laughs> what a waste of a, um, a very expensive burger. That's right. Uh, here's what's in it. Japanese dry-aged Wagyu beef. Mm. Oster-shelled lobster infused with Dutch hermit gin. Foie gras. White truffle. Remaker cheese, Japanese fruit tomatoes, and caviar on a brioche bun made with saffron and covered, I kid you not, in gold leaf. It looks absolutely disgusting. I got to say, everywhere I go, I see on a menu that the burger or the fish sandwich or whatever it is that I'm ordering is, oh, it's on a brioche bun. I'm supposed to be excited about that. I get it. It's a shiny hamburger bun. What is this brioche and why am I supposed to be excited about it? Oh, I like brioche. What it's is a it? sweet. It's, it's brioche is like a French sweet bread. It's delicious. If you get right. brioche, if you can get a good brioche, make some French toast with it. It is. Mwah. It's a little bit sweeter. I like the brioche bun, but I don't think I think I can leave the gold leaf. Somebody asked me why I cut my burger in half the other day. Why do you cut your burger in so half? So I can eat it politely because stuff starts sliding out. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. And this one is huge. I mean, it's it's the most expensive thing you'll pass at twenty six hundred dollars. <laughs> Really? That is expensive. Do you save it later is the question. I don't know. But what do you do with the gold leaf? Because I would assume that would be usable again. How shocking would that be? You look down, "Ah, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Really? It's sort of like the, you know, anyways. Moving on! (laughs) This could take a turn. Let's rein it in. Let's rein it in. Uh, We're going to talk about, this is interesting. I don't know if you heard about this guy who was on um, a plane 
the other day. I think it was another Delta flight. It's the latest uh, airplane story. He's on a Delta flight uh, leaving Atlanta and a um, service dog. It wasn't a service dog. It was like an emotional, you know, companion. Emotional support dog. animal. Yeah. Mauled another passenger, ripped his face off. Okay, maybe that's a bit too descriptive. But he, the the passenger uh, was apparently uh, bitten by the dog in the face. The dog lunged at the man's face, and he was left bloody. And this was a veteran's emotional support dog. It mauled a passenger in the face on a Delta flight from Atlanta to San Diego. And now there's a question about it's not a service dog. It's an emotional support dog. What is the difference? We're going to get to the bottom of that in a matter of minutes and figure out exactly what's the deal with people bringing ducks and things onto planes uh, as service animals. And should this be allowed?